Once you have had a wonderful dog, a life without one is a life diminished. That's a quote by author Dean Coots, and I couldn't agree more. I want my wonderful dogs to live as long as possible, and what they eat plays a huge role in their health and longevity. Kibble is full of seed oils that wreak havoc on our dog's health. They damage their microbiome, which affects digestion, oral health, their skin and coat, and more. And that's why I feed my dog, Benji, Yum Woof. Their air-dried food is GMO-free and has an inflammation-reducing recipe with omega-3 and coconut oil. It's all the benefits of fresh food without the fridge, carbs, fillers, seed oils, and other inflammatory ingredients you see in other brands. Yum Woof obsessively crafted a healthy, low-carb food with humanely raised USDA meat, eggs, and other non-GMO superfoods that my dog loves. Try the number one air-dried dog food for gut health for 50% off a trial of Yum Woof. That's 50% off a trial of Yum Woof. Go to www.yumwoof.com. That's www.yumwoof.com. You and your dog will be so glad you did. Part of being healthy is having something that you're passionate about. It could be your work. It could be a hobby. It could be your family, friends, so many things. And joining us today is actor Tiffany Rothman, who's going to share her passion for acting, share some of the ups and downs, and shed a little light on the uh, strike as well. Tiffany Rothman is an Asian-American actress and model based in Los Angeles. She was born in Vietnam and immigrated to the U.S. as a child, where she trained in acting and dance from a young age. Tiffany is most known for her roles on the CBS series Blue Bloods, Sundance official selection film, The Accidental Getaway Driver, among many others. Tiffany returned to her performing arts roots as an adult while living in New York City, acting in independent films and off-Broadway shows at theaters like St. Luke's, Stella Adler, and Ensemble Studio Theater. She is also a board member and earned the title of Artist-in-Residence from the Isadora Duncan International Institute for Modern Dance. Tiffany enjoys performing in film, dance, and theater, as well as spending time with her loved ones. These are the things that make her feel like she has truly achieved the American dream. Tiffany, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, when did you first get interested in acting? Why? I've been When? When? Oh, I think since I was very little. (laughs) Why is it like I want? I want to know that question myself. <laughs> I, I, I think I start to be interested in it when I was like fourteen. When I just came to the U.S. for a couple of years, and but my language skill was not keen then, and I just give up. I know it's not a very practical career. You know, ninety-eight percent fail. But I, I used to think it's ninety-nine point nine percent fail. I should just do all the things that are more practical. But when my daughter was six years old. I decided to give up because I've been dancing and do choreography around New York City. And when she was six years old, I said, you know, this this is time. I, I tried to not to study acting, but I think I'm going to. And I was still working for the Department of Education and, you know, dancing and raising her family. And then eventually I went to my doctorate, but I do it part time, you know. What do you love most about acting? Oh, <laughs> You have to stay healthy. <laughs> it, it can it can be very very draining because, um, like for example, one of the film that I was in is it won Best Director, 
best dramatic director in Sundance Festival and is showing a different film festival now. And I remember when I auditioned for it, it, it didn't give me much choice. I, I was in San Francisco. I was shooting another film earlier that day. And the night before that, I had my debut in Blue Blood. Oh, nice. so I was at my cousin celebrating with her family. And the next day I went shooting. When I came back to my hotel, I got an email that um, you need to send it in as soon as possible Yeah, for accidental getaway driver. So I called it my coach in New York. It was midnight in New York. And she said, okay. <laughs> so we work on it on Zoom like this or Skype for two hours. And then I record it. I send it in. And it was really, you know, it's difficult. Two hours, you have to do it in two different languages. And they, they want to make sure that you are bilingual and you're translated. And then I didn't hear from it for like another five or six months. And I got oh, wow. a call back. The casting director said, well, we have to get funding. We didn't want to waste any one time. I said, okay. So this time I auditioned with a person. And it was quite awesome in two different languages. <laughs> he recorded. And then I got in. It, That's it was great. Lovely. Yes, it's uh, it was really a, a lovely, wonderful film. And when you on set, it was a lot easier than the audition, like day and night. Oh, I bet. Now, what's the film called? Accidental Getaway Driver. It's a lovely Vietnamese American film. So they are showing it on different festival now. This weekend, they're going to DC. Next weekend, they're going to be in New York City in in the Village, West Thirteenth Street. And on, in September, my the film I'm in is called What Doesn't Flow. It's an indie film. I shoot it right before I move out here. I play a bottle collector. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out in the theater in September. Oh, that's exciting. Now, what other language do you speak? I'm Vietnamese. Well, let's jump into your wellness routine. Give it what how do you you look fantastic? How do you take care of yourself? Thank you. Well, I I try to exercise like take even long walk. When I don't have time, I would walk like like 40 minutes or something at least. And then I would do, try to do activity. Like when you clean your sweep, your house, and you're, you're standing up, you're moving around. That's also healthy. And, and I do aerobic online. And as you know, I, I used to dance a lot, a lot. And now I dance and do choreography sometimes. And, and sometimes I would go to yoga because I just found a studio in the neighborhood and I would go like neither weekly or sometime bi-weekly. It, it depends on my schedule and you just drink a lot of herbal tea, the, the healthy kind <laughs> and, and water. And you make sure you have to walk a lot of walking exercise because in yeah. Los Angeles, nobody's really walked, but I, I live in the neighborhood, I live in the neighborhood where you can walk to a lot of places Oh, that's really important. Now, your skin is gorgeous. What do you do for your skincare routine? I have a wonderful beautician. Oh, nice. And I use medication. But they, they're not so great. We have, a, we have some heating and humidity in the other day, and I woke up with breaking my skin breaking out like rash. Mm. We have medication for it. One thing that I just started using is tretinoin, which you can use yeah. for either acne or for wrinkles. Mm-hmm. And so I was using it for wrinkles and supposedly it works great. I ended up using a little too much and I got some dry patches on my cheek, which is normal, but now they're cleared up. Plus I use aloe vera too. I tried to use a lot of it, the regular aloe vera and you just rub it on your skin and hair. And my 
yes, my beautician, a Moroccan spa. She made her own cream. She made her special cream. And I also used something for like dryness because, you know, California, the, the weather can make your skin really dry. And I use the, um, the, some kind of the relief. Uh, I forgot the name of it. On Papa and Barclay, my, my friend owned the company and I think he just sent me some. Oh, nice. Now, is it hard to be an actor in the sense that they're so particular about how you look? I'm 60 years old. I should tell no, you. No, you're not. Yes. Really? And, and they asked me to, to, to dye my hair, to, to go gray. So I'm in the process of making my hair gray. And and it's very, very, very difficult. But Yeah. So just because people can't see you, it's a beautiful blondish. Blondish. But under certain light, it's gray. And he said, if my hairdresser said, I use a certain shampoo, it's going to go back to charcoal. That's what they want. My agents... And my management team, they all in agreement that I should go gray. Oh, how do you feel about that? Well, you know, you do what you have to do. <laughs> you know, you're an actress. <laughs> <laughs> and also, they also say never Botox and never facelift. Okay, that's great. I, I hate Botox. And yeah. And facelift costs so much, like $70,000 to $200,000, probably around my age. I say, okay. <laughs> Well, no, number one, you don't need it. So though your cheekbones are incredible. So you've really? got that natural. The cheekbones will keep you looking youthful. Uh, yeah, I don't like what's going on with a lot of women uh, in Hollywood where they get what they call pillow face and their face just looks all puffy. Oh, and then man. they get their lips done and they can't move their mouth right. Mm. It just, it doesn't look good. There's nothing natural about it. Yes, what do you, you know, I, I, I heard about it, but I never... I don't know anyone. Oh, just Google pillow face and you'll see a bunch of actresses that are all puffy. Is it hard being told you should do this or you should do that? Or you're just like, this is what my management is telling me. Oh, well, they, they being realistic because I see some, some Asian actor like Kelly Wu and um, Tameling. Yeah. And all of they, they have gray hair. They, they, they let their hair grow out gray and, and, you know, I know it's difficult because once you go out, great, right, go slowly, slowly, slowly. And, and, and yeah, then it can be kind of di- difficult to, to look at at times. So I just try to, to dye it gray and it's difficult. But they, first they have to bleach it and then they have to put toner in. And then under certain light, it will look like a blondish. And under certain light, it's going to look white. <laughs> and under certain light, it's going to look charcoal. Well, it's interesting because the other day I just saw a video on TikTok, I think it was, of a woman going from kind of a blondish color. She wanted to go gray. And yeah, it was a lot. It was bleaching. Like you said, it was toning. They had mm-hmm. to do it like as if you're getting um, highlights yeah. and yep. they had Highlight to leave it. Yep. This person did an amazing job. It looked fantastic. Yeah. So well, it's eventually, slowly, it depends. You, know, you, you do it and eventually it will look okay. Every year in my town, there's this fantastic crafts in the park. It's always the day before Mother's Day, so it's fun to go and shop and get lots of cool stuff. At any rate, I came across One Earth Body Care, and it changed my life. Now, you may think I'm being hyperbolic, but I'm not. I am extraordinarily smelly, and I have tried every natural deodorant under the sun. Nothing has worked except for their fantastic natural deodorant. They have a variety of scents. They are non-greasy, cream-based formula, baking soda-free. Magnesium hydroxide keeps odor at bay, and let me tell you, it sure does. Organic and gentle, and they have wonderful, enchanting essential oil aromas. My favorite is vanilla rose, there's vanilla spice, lavender lime, lemongrass, cedar, sage, 
They also have wonderful shampoo bars, changed my daughter's life. Her hair looks amazing and conditioner bars. They have wonderful salves for dry skin and so much more. So please check them out at oneearthbodycare.com. I could talk about hair forever. I'm, I'm obsessed with hair. So with throughout your career, have you had to ever like get a dramatic haircut? No, no. You keep your hair long? Yes. Yeah. I, I keep my hair long. But on one of these indie short films or something, they asked me to wear a wig, like a, a China shop wig. And I did. What made you decide to go to LA? Just better opportunities? Yes, that too. And uh, I think... Uh, the weather, partly the, the, the weather. But but now New York is getting warmer. And um, I remember before I left my job as a school psychologist for the Department of Education, I, I need an email of my niece or text her and said like, boy, if I would love to be in California because my arthritis is acting up. Yeah. <laughs> and then I took a workshop called LA or New York. And they told me, oh, if you can live a certain place, you don't even need a car. And everything is walking distance. And I said, that's the place for me. I took a class. I took a workshop. In a few months, I took a workshop and stayed downtown LA that summer. And that's like in July. And and it was great. And in um, September, I got into this uh, short student film. And I, I flew out. I actually flew out to see how it was. And, and the good thing that I did, because during the pandemic, that short film went into three different festivals. Oh, and, wow. And the writer, director, you know, she was a student then, and she graduated. And she worked for Hollywood Reporter. And now I think she works for Reed Witherspoon. Oh, wow. Yes. And then I got the reference from her, because some people, I would have people call me and say, oh, I'm her friend. And she said that you can do this role. Can you audition for it? What advice would you give somebody who wants to get into acting? <laughs> Don't. <laughs> well, if you like it, you have to be very, very practical and you have to deal with reality. You have to you have to have a, a job on your own if you don't have a lot of trust fund and you have to work on it. You have to work at safe and you have to be really realistic. And whatever you do, you're going to have less than your colleagues. So that's something you have to accept. Because if, if I, I'm not doing this, I probably would have a, a great life, you know, nice vacation home and this and that. Right. And travel a lot more. But since I'm in, in this, it costs a lot of money to study acting and to do all kinds of things. But somehow it, it's just worth it. It's very fulfilling. So that's a choice that people have to make. But you will be poor. Yes. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. I've seen a lot of stuff on social media about people complaining about, oh, these are rich actors just wanting to get richer. And I'm so glad that actors who no, have small no. roles. Yeah. Tell no. us more. 98% of them fail. 87% of all the actors made less than 26000 a year. But they don't realize that a lot of people, a lot of actors, maybe they have family trust fund. They live with their you know, in their family home. Well, there, there are people who are fortunate enough to, to have that. And then those who, who, who work and, and you know, have a side gig on the side, well, they can get they get whatever they can. And they think that if you get paid $1,000 for this show, that means you get $20,000. That, that's what they think. And we were saying, well, hopefully if we can residual for it. And hopefully one day we, we get that much. But that's what they think. 
And they think it's easy. That's what most people think. They think it's so easy to be an actor, but they don't realize how long you have to study. Because one of my colleagues, I mean, when we talk about accidental getaway driver, the lovely Gabby Chan, she's from Australia, her and I studied for 15 years. And she was an engineer and I, I was a school psychologist. So it has to be your passion. That's what I've heard, that if you're in it for the money, forget no, it. No, it's, it's never going to happen unless you already have a lot of money, a lot of trust, but then you produce film. And yes, you produce commercial film. You ditch out $100 million for it. And yes, and, and you have good writing, good directing, then maybe you probably can double right. or triple the profit. But it's it's about the passion for the craft, right? Yes. Of acting. Oh, yes. Complete passion. And you obviously have it. And what's it like becoming another person, the whole process of acting? Oh, the transformation. It, it can be very, very fascinating and be very, very interesting. But you don't, but regardless what, you're a pack of yourself, but you become another person. You, you become different. What role have you played that you found to be the most challenging? I think the role I was in Blue Blood. I played the wife of the um, shop owner. Actually, I'm a co-shop owner. And my son was a gambling addict and stole the money and stole $20,000 cash. Actually, the the person who played the husband, he's supposed to put it out so the son can take it. That's how, that's how he trapped the son. But I didn't oh. know that he couldn't he could tell his wife. That. So it was really funny because I had to scream and yell a lot. <laughs> and, oh, wow. If, if you see episode 1207, if you see, you, I'm going to look it up. There's a lot of screaming. It was so draining. Now, what was the audition process like for that? Did you have to go to many auditions? Uh, twice, two auditions. One online with, an, with a casting director and another one with a casting assistant, casting director, and another one online. And the casting director was one of my teachers. I took workshop with her. But, but not only her, with the whole crew, you know, you know, with a lot of people. But only she would come on, yes. And then she said, do this, do that. And you can, you can stand up, you can move around a certain way. Wow. What was it like to yell? Was it kind of fun in a way? Oh, it's, it's draining. Really? It's very dra- draining and, and it, ca- it can be fun. And, and the funny thing is when my family saw it, like my youngest brother, uh-huh. he, uh, he emailed in, in our group, in our family email, he said, that's not acting. That's how she usually is. <laughs> when I was little, I go to her room. That's how she acts. And then when, when I went to a, um, a show, another film show in a short film in San Jose, and he, he was there with my other cousin, he said, that was no acting. That, that's how she is. That's her personality. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always wonder how actors memorize their lines. That seems impossible to me. What's your pro? I mean, obviously it isn't impossible, but what's your process? You just memorize it. Like when I was little, Back in Vietnam, I, I have to memorize a lot. Like they, they want you to memorize a lot of poetry, a lot of things. And then that's how you would go to classroom and repeat and say to your, to your teacher. And, you know, I think like maybe part of it, I, I, uh, I'm used to it. And, and yes, you, you have to memorize. But one time I did this indie film, hopefully it will come out soon. It's a kind of comedy, semi-comedy. It's about this lovely young lady who's Middle Eastern and she grew up in Orange County, where all the Vietnamese are, and and I'm in it as one of the, the Vietnamese neighbor, and I would come in the shop next to me, and I would yell at supposed his father for having to play too much music and making too much noise, 
And I said, well, what do you think I'm running here? You, you know, I have a respectable clothing uh, shop. I have a master degree in fashion merchandise. And he said something like, big deal. I have a half bachelor degree from Cal Sales. <laughs> and so I forgot my next line. I said, like, uh, you Asian and you have a half a bachelor degree and you're proud. Oh. She kept the line. I don't know if she's going to keep it in the film or not. She said, say it. She kept the line. But the actors, the two actors that I was the opposite, they are also doctorate. They have they are physicians. Oh wow. And they're just acting yeah, on so us we have a doctorate degree. And you're all just acting on the side. Yeah. Yep. So for a lot of people it really is just a passion. Yep. One of my uh, one of my older friends, I became friends with him. He he's a, he's a doctor. That's the one who, who when, when I had my talk show, he said, oh, when I look at your chin, I know you're over 45, but you have sack here, you have sack on both oh. sides, you have wrinkle here. <laughs> and I said, oh, really? <laughs> oh, no, don't listen to him. You look incredible. <laughs> That's what my co-host say. My co-host say, well, he's a doctor. He's into face. That's how I know. If he, exactly. ne- he never said it, we wouldn't have known. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you think this is something you're just going to always want to do yes. forever? Yes. I'm just sorry that I didn't do it earlier. Yeah. How old were you when you got started? Oh, I was in my 40, 40 something. I started studying it when I was in my early to mid 40s. Wow. And how did you study? Were you taking classes? Taking classes, have my coach go to a lot of workshops, see, see a lot of great films. And, you know, like you have to watch a lot of film and read a lot of plays. Well, was there anything else, uh, Tiffany, that you wanted to add and let us know where we can find you and see you? I got to see you in Blue Bloods. I've never watched the show, to be honest. I don't have regular cable. We got rid of it all and we only have streaming services. But I'm guessing they have it streaming somewhere, yeah, right? Yep, yep. Good, good people people would watch it. My, my, my friend would watch it September 21. 21, September 21, 12. Okay. And dip- a year and a half ago. Nice. Well, tell us all the ways we can find you. Do you have a website? Yes, I have a website, yeah, under my name. And I have a YouTube. I do um, a lot of time. I do audition and on YouTube. I'm going to Google that episode when we're done. <laughs> yes. Well, in September, you should go see What Doesn't Flow. Um, yeah. She was in the um, sex, uh, sex Life of College Girl, and she's one of the producers. I love that show. Wow. Yep. She's a producer and a star in What Doesn't Flow. Oh, okay. And then what was the other one you meant? Accidental getaway driver. Yeah, accidental getaway driver. Is that one out or it's coming out? It's a, it's a, on different festival now. Thank you so much, Tiffany, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Are you on Twitter or Instagram yes. or anything? Twitter, What's your- Instagram, Facebook, and it's all just at Tiffany Rothman. Yes. Well, Instagram is Tiffany Bowie Rothman because uh, they stole my. Uh, old Instagram account and they want money for it. So I say, don't forget it. I'm making a new one. Yes. How do you spell the second name? What was it? B-U-I, Tiffany B-U-I Rothman. But underneath is Tiffany Rothman. So, you know. Right. And you see the picture with Neil gray hair. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tiffany, thank you so much for coming on. Everybody keep coming back to Health Power and be sure to check out Dog Eared while you're here. Thanks so much. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you and we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.